This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. It's just gone 6 o'clock on the 4th of September, year of our Lord 2023, and wherever you are. Such a privilege to be in your company. Abu Sheni, Molweni, Dumilang, Sanbonani, good morning, goeiemorgen, lekker om saam met jou te kan keir. En dit is a volgepakte week, is a week vol opwinding, dis hiefliksweek in Suid-Afrika, en nationale hiefliksweek, nee, dit sluit jou hieflik in, dit maak nie saak wie en wat jy is nie, hieflik is Godse idee, it's God's idea, and we're going to touch on marriages this morning. Yes, truly, Vailin Rousseau, behind the uh, microphone, will take you through to 9 o'clock uh, this morning, and uh, don't forget, uh, between now and 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, my apologies, uh, daybreak we call it, so there's a huge responsibility as you listen to the Word of God this morning, as we share the Scriptures with you, that you would search the Scriptures with us to see that these things are so. Acts 17, 11. It's good to listen to Radio Puppet, and many people say, well, Radio Puppet is my daily bread. Can't live without a Radio Puppet. And I honor the Lord for that, that uh, we are your daily companion, that you allow us into your car, in your house, at your place of work. But ultimately, there comes a responsibility with it. And I want to thank you, those of you who have written letters through the years to, to us and say, listen, just make sure about this scripture or that scripture, or did you quote this right? Uh, are you on path? Because we endeavor to share the undiluted word of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with you. It's not man's opinion, but God's opinion that matter. And for that, we have God's word, the Bible. Somebody would say the acronym for Bible is basic instruction before leaving earth, basic instruction before living eternally. And you have the oracles of God, God's words from Genesis to the maps. It's not suggestions. It's not a you can do it if you like. It's instructions from God, the blueprint for happy living. And that being said, I want to ask you a simple question this morning. As you listen to this broadcast, and it's just gone after 6 o'clock, in fact, three minutes after 6 o'clock, I want to ask you a simple question this morning. You see, life is all about questions. You woke up this morning and your first thought is, uh, what should I wear? Uh, Can I still lay in? Can I snooze? Is there time to snooze? Uh, Will I take public transport? Will I drive with my own car? Am I with the, uh, the, 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 what they call it, the club that uh, you drive with? Uh, to work. Uh, Will I make it in time for that? Everything is about questions. So I want to ask you a simple question this morning. Are you happily married? Are you happily married? Have you been happily married? Can you testify to that? Can you getuig that you gelukkig getrouwd is? Are you happy with your circumstances in your marriage? And this is where I want to ask you to get a pen and paper handy. If possible, jot it down. I'm going to share some information with you because ultimately we're forever full of questions. You know, what does it mean that husbands are to love their wives? Um, uh, what is it that Christian couples are allowed to, to do sexually? Um, uh, can I divorce? Can I remarry? Uh, what is the right time to marry? What does the Bible say? 
about marriage? What does the Bible say about marrying a non-Christian, interracial marriages, and so on and so forth? You see, we full of questions. And seeing that it is International Marriage Week in South Africa, from the 1st to the 7th of September, National Marriage Week in South Africa, we're going to touch on marriages this morning. Send me a WhatsApp, 82 657 Not your street address, not your name. Uh, not who you are, I guess not from your blue but just a simple question: Are you happily married? Have you been happily married? Was jou gelukkig getrouwd in jou leven gewees? Misschien is jou levensmaat nou al weg en by die Here, maar kan jy getuig daarvan dat jy gelukkig getrouwd is? Are you happily married? Somebody says, "Well, my wife is happy. I'm married," and there's plenty of jokes that goes around when it comes to marriage. And a lot of people say, well, look at the divorce statistics. You know, we as Christians aren't faring any better than the non-believers, than the non-Christians. Our, our marriages is just as mess, messed up. I, I beg to differ with you there. I, please forgive me, but if I read God's word, um, and that's what I want to touch on this morning. What should be different about Christian marriages. What should be different about Christian marriages? I've asked you on um, on WhatsApp, are you happily married? Uh, and somebody says, well, I've been married for 46 years to my best love, to my soulmate. Iemand het hier vir my voice note gestuur, Van een seconde. Het gaan nie moendlik wees om nou na voice notes te luister. You won't be able to listen to voice notes now. Just type it out. Yes or no? Have you been married? Happily married? And we're talking about marriage because for this week, it is National Marriage Week in South Africa. You will hear a lot about marriage this week. Maybe to look in the mirror and say, where do I stand with regards to that? Is ek gelukkig getrouwd? En wat kan ek verander? in my hevelik, en hoekom boord my hevelik anders te, te lyk? I want to say this to you, I, I, see if you agree, the, the primary, primary, primary difference between Christian marriage and a non-Christian marriage is this, Jesus is the center of that marriage. Do we agree on that one? Are we agreed on that one? When, when, when two people are united in Christ, the goal then, of course, is to grow in Christ-likeness throughout your life, throughout being married to that individual. And I think non-Christians have, have many goals for their marriages, but Christ-likeness is not one of them. I want to be like Jesus. Somebody said the other day, the greatest gift a man can give his children is to love their mother. The greatest gift a man can give his wife is draw, to draw her closer to the Lord Jesus Christ than to himself. And this is not to say that all Christians, when they marry, immediately begin to work towards this goal, Christ-likeness. Many young Christians doesn't even realize that it's actually the goal. I've spoken to young people last week who's, who's gotten engaged in this 
man, the alles heeltemal um, verlief op mekaar, dit is so warm, warm, fuzzy feeling, and they're so in love with each other. But the presence of the Holy Spirit within young people will work them, maturing them, so that the goal of Christ-likeness becomes clear as they as they grow together. Do you have Christ in your marriage? Is it your combined goal? Is it your individual goal? A strong, vibrant Christian marriage? To have Christ as the center of your marriage. You see, if, if that's the goal for both couples, then you can tackle all problems. Then you can handle all issues. On sê altyd trouwens nie pere koop nie. Why? Want jy kan perde verkoop. You can sell those horses. But God says he hates divorce. God created marriage. Marriage is God's idea. And therefore we have to seek the Lord in our marriage. And where do we start? Where do we start? Well, I said to you this morning, what should be different about a Christian marriage? A Christian marriage, my brother, my sister, begun, be, be, begin with understanding the Bible. That God's word gives a very clear description of the roles of a husband and the roles of a wife. Where do I find that? You might ask this morning. Well, I'm not sure when last you've read it, but you would find it in Ephesians 5. A commitment to fulfilling those roles. The husband to assume leadership in the house. That's God's way of doing marriage. That's God's instruction of doing marriage. The husband to assume that leadership role in the house. Ephesians 5, 23 to 26. It is a, the Bible says, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Verse 24, now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, verse 25, listen to this, husbands, my brother, God's instruction to you, love your wife, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, with the word. And so wives are to submit to their husbands as the Lord, as to the Lord, Ephesians 5.22, not because they subservient to them, but because both husband and wife are to submit to one another out of reference, reverence for Christ. Do we still see that in our world around us? The Lord is challenging us with regards to our marriages this morning. The Bible says, Ephesians 5 and verse 21, submitting to one another out of reverence, reverence for Christ. And because there is to be an authority structure within the house with Christ as the head. Respect. Oh man, can we touch on that? It's a key element. 
Remember, we're touching on what should make Christian marriages different than the world so that we don't end up in a dead-end street, in a cul-de-sac, a, a, a street of no return, and you think the only way out is divorce. Listen, if you buy a house, it is a fact of life that somewhere, somehow, the toilet will clog up. You don't sell the house, you get a plumber. If the light bulb dies, you, you don't sell the house, you change the light bulb. You make a plan. There's an answer to the problems. We as Christians are to be different, set an example to a dying world that does not believe in the institution of marriage anymore. And respect is a key element. Respect is a key element of the desire to submit. Wives to respect their husbands as husbands are to love their wives. Can I, can I use words that maybe you can mirror yourself in God's word this morning? Mutual love, mutual respect, mutual submission, the cornerstone of a Christian marriage. Build upon these principles. Husbands and wives will grow in Christ-likeness. Growing together, not apart. Now, I know, and we often get calls here at Radio Pulpit that my husband does not believe. My husband does not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, or my wife does not belong in the, uh, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I want to give you a particular scripture, and it comes from God's Word. Once again, it is God's idea. It is not radio pulpits that's so fancy or the announcer on duty, but it's God's Word. If you are married to a husband that does not believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, listen to 1 Peter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3. Likewise, you wives... Be submissive to your own husband, that even if some do not obey the word. In other words, they couldn't care less about God's word, God's instructions for marriage. The Bible says, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. You don't have to Bible bash him. You just need to intercede and pray with him. You live the Christian life. And the same accounts for you, husband, if you're married to a wife that couldn't care less about God's word. The Bible says when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear, the Bible gives instruction. Listen, if you're listening to this broadcast this morning and it's going hectic in your marriage, husbands, the Bible says in verse 8, Verse 7, let's go to verse 7. 1 Peter 3, chapter 3 and verse 7. Likewise, you husbands, dwell with your wives with understanding. Give honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. The ceiling has become copper to your prayers and God's not answering your prayers. The immediate question is, do you have 
love, respect for your wife? Are you drawing her closer to to the to the Lord than to yourselves? En hierin is baie belangrik vir mans, ons besef nie altyd dat ons gebede bid in die sieling vast, as ons nie respect het, en ons vrouwens met respect hanteer nie. You know what, another key component in Christian marriage is selflessness. Ish. <laughs> yeah, the Bible doesn't mess around. Selflessness. In a selfie society where it's all about self, the unholy trinity, me, my, and I. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. This is the instruction from God's word. Philippians 2 and 3 and 4. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 and 4. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. And you start in your house. You start in your house. The principle of, of humility outlined in these scriptures that I've shared with you is crucial to a strong Christian marriage. Can you imagine we start applying all these things that we're speaking about this morning? Can you imagine what it would do for marriages in South Africa? On the continent of Africa? People would say, how is it possible that Christians are so happy in their marriages. Yes, we've still got to work to it, but both husbands and wives must consider their partner's needs before their own. I know it's a tough one, but die to self. It requires selfishness, selflessness, not selfishness, selflessness that is only possible by the power of the Holy Spirit that indwells us. Listen, humility and selflessness do not come naturally. It doesn't come naturally to the fallen human nature. But these are traits only the Spirit of God can produce and nurture and perfect in us. And that's why strong Christian marriages are categorized by by spiritual discipline. Do you and your wife pray together? Do you do Bible study together? Scripture, memory together, prayer, meditation in the things of God. Do you walk together in the things of God? I want to say this to you. If both partners practice these, these, these disciplines, you will be strengthened. Each one matured. And that will naturally strengthen and mature your marriage. This is advice that you can give your your children and your grandchildren, but it, most of all, it's advice that you can apply to your own lives. It is so important. It is so important that we listen to God's word. If you're on your way to the divorce court this morning, you need to stop. You need to give God a chance in your marriage. As you last nach in staatsie geleerd when Inavik was rof and you're not speaking to one another, but no more, it's still steeper. <laughs> still steeper, yeah. Praat nou vir die volgende drie dagen nie met makari. Listen, where does trust come in? Do you know, ons praat van die klein jakkelsies, jealousy and checking each other's phones and not trusting one another and so easily taking offense. Ons moet versichtig wees vir die klein jakkelsies 
wat die huwelik kan vernietig. Selflessness. I've given you scripture this morning. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interest. Imagine you start looking only out for the interest of your wife and your children. Ek het het al een paar keer op die radio stasie gesê, en ek wil het vir oogend weer sê, as die hond en die kat bang is vir jou, nou ja, hoe doen die rest van jou familie leren? Doen jy dit met de Godvreesendheid in jou hart? Doen jy dit omdat jy lief is vir die Heere? Jezus Christus was bereid om te sterf vir sy bruid. He called the church his bride. Why? To give us an example of how we are to treat our brides willing to die for her, willing to lay down your life for her. Ja, maar sy doen die en sy doen die, doesn't matter. Die to self. Galatians 2.20, how often have we not spoken about that on this radio station? In a moment or so, I'm going to pray that God would bring restoration for your marriage this morning. That die Heere jou sal anraak. Iemand sê, ek werk by een christen kleterskool, saam met 7 ander vrouwe. Nie een gelukkig getrouwd nie. Nie een gelukkig getrouwd nie. Iemand wat sê, 37 jaar getrouwd, geen communicatie nie. Can you hear? These are people that's listening to Christian radio this morning, looking for answers in the hardships that we call marriage, it shouldn't be that way. That is moeilijk, God is not just in the business of restoring marriages, He can make it brand, brand new. Now, I know of a woman in the Eastern Cape who have prayed 27 years for her unsaved husband and God finally saved him. Today they're living in marital bliss. And he's forever ashamed about 27 years on how he treated his wife. Geen communicatie nie. You just have to go to a local restaurant to see how married couples are sitting on their cell phones, not talking to one another. As dit is wat the cell phone aan jou doen, rak ons slaaf van die ding. Moe nou nie in die slaapkamer afvatie. Get rid of it. Get rid of your laptop and your cell phones. Talk to one another. It begins with communication. And so Father God, we come to your throne of grace this morning. Lord, you instituted marriage. He is the uitvinder van die hevelik. You've given us clear instruction in Ephesians 5 and many other places in your word, Lord, on how to deal with marriage, how to deal with our children. The blueprint for happy living, a happy nation starts with a happy marriage. En een nasie is so gezond soos wat sy hevelike is. En Lord, irrespective of race, creed or color, marriage, Lord, before you is holy. Heere, leer ons om weer die hevelik te eerbiedig. And what it stands for, turn us back to your word this morning, Lord. Turn us back to Ephesians 5. Turn us back to 1 Peter 3 verse 1 to 7. Turn us back to the instructions of your word that says we are to die to self. Put the others, my wife, my husband first. 
Jere maak op ons monde, dat ons oor die dinge kan praat wat saak maak. Clear communication lines, respect, the things that you speak to us this morning about, that is so important, humility. The things, Lord, that would save our marriages. Your word. To submit to one another. Mutual love. Mutual respect. Mutual submission. And so, Father, I pray to those whispering, crying out to you this morning, that you would do a miracle, Lord, that you would restore, renew, refresh, retouch, revigorate, Lord, invigorate our marriages, that it weer a voorrecht sal wees, as that first time when we met each other, here to ons mekaar ontmoet het, that our main focus would be Christ-centeredness, Christ in us, the hope of our eternal salvation. Here, I bid that the evil shall herstel, and shall anraak, en sal niet maak, en ek wil ook vir u dankie sê, I want to thank you Lord God of Israel, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for those that says, I am happily married this morning, vir hulle wat het kan sê, Heere wat te voorig, thank you Lord for giving me a soulmate, a husband, a wife, that loves me, that nourishes me, that respects me, that cares for me, that believe in selflessness, that believe in humility, that believe in mutual love, in respect, in submission. Thank you, Lord. Want daar is ook daar die hevelike. Father, it is to you that we run this morning. Heal our nation if my people who are called by myself will humble themselves. Humble yourself this morning, my brother, my sister. Seek my face, says the Lord. 2 Corinthians 14, 7. Turn from their wicked ways and cry out to me. I will heal and restore their land. We so desperately in need of that. In for jou wat vir oogend dink, daar is nie meer hoop nie. There's always hope. There's always hope. Who knows what God would do by 5 o'clock this afternoon. Wie weet wat die Heere gaan doen by 2 uur vanmiddag. Wie weet wat die Heere in hierdie dag gaan doen. Wie weet wat die Heere in hierdie komende week gaan doen. In Suid-Afrika. We honor you Lord and we love you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen and Amen. Ek het Joanita Duplessis op die draaitafel. Just know that in Christ you are forgiven. As Christ's love is as amazing to you this morning, His grace, His forgiveness, His mercies, so are you to bestow it upon your spouse, your husband, and your wife.